everybody and welcome back to shades of J, the podcast i am your hostess alia J, and i hope that everybody's week thus far has been going well i am as always just gonna jump right into it and i'm going to be talking about how we all as just individuals need to stop giving energy and time um, and trying to revive situations that are dead so without further ado let's get right into it i personally in the past was a person who would give i mean chance after chance i'd try to fix situations knowing that they were dead like literally would try my hardest to fix dead situations and you just you can't um now before i go into this i want to say situations that are worth fighting for that you know still have life in them fight for it but situations that you know are toxic and dead you are trying to give life and revive something that cannot be and i want to make one thing clear we are not we are not god so we cannot bring anything dead back to life you know and this is why i really would say i guess my number one piece of advice to anybody is to pray for situations and let god reveal them to you you know let him show you if it's a yes or a no first things first stop giving and this is a big one because i know that this is the most detrimental to anybody it doesn't matter woman man boy girl it does not matter stop giving energy and trying to revive dead romantic relationships what do i mean by that exactly what it sounds like so i want to give like a quick testimony of my own in the past my very first um i guess you could say real relationship was dead before it started dead before it started i mean it never had a chance because have you ever just like gotten into a relationship that was full of infatuation or maybe the way that the two of you came together was kind of scandalous or and when I say scandalous I don't even necessarily mean somebody was stepping out on another person to talk to you I I also mean like you maybe were trying to make another person jealous so you entertained one person and before you knew it you ended up in like an accidental relationship whatever the case may be dead before it started this relationship for me was dead before it even started and i was putting life into the relationship now someone the other day said to me and this was like probably the greatest thing i've heard what well one of the greatest things i've ever heard when your cup is not full you should not try to pour into others cups and what she meant by that was when your cup is running over it is okay to pour in to other people and be of help but when your cup isn't full itself how are you really going to pour into somebody else and this is the number one issue when it comes to romantic relationships don't go into a relationship with baggage 
hoping that someone can revive you based off of what they have. Because I feel like where we mess up as humans is we go into these relationships expecting the next person to fill voids that we have and get mad when they can't or get mad when they don't acknowledge us as who we are as as a person and so we like try and prove that I'm worth it I'm I'm I'm, I'm that woman I, I I'm the best woman you've ever had I'm the best woman you will ever have blah 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 because we get upset that they can't see us for who we truly are when that's not a relationship you should be in to begin with because it was dead before it even started and then you're trying to now revive such a situation and your cup is just running lower and lower and lower and lower until you just get to the point of like no return until you get to the point of where you now hate this person you you um resent this person you know it's just a whole toxic situation when god says no listen because his no's are literally to save your soul and i feel like god shuts certain doors that we constantly walk back through and then get upset when that door was shut for a reason so definitely for romantic relationships stop trying to revive them especially like most people are probably asking well how how will i know that this relationship is dead that is probably one of the most ignorant questions you know when something is dead and cannot be brought back together because you're fighting so hard for something and there's no changes it's only getting worse and it literally feels like a job at this point like you're it's like forced anything that is forced is not meant for you anything that is forced is not meant for you anything that flows you get it anything that flows is meant for you now if you have to force someone to love you and you have to force someone to see what you're worth and you have to force someone to see that you're capable of doing this and you have to it's not meant for you it's not going to work it's dead why are we trying to revive relationships romantic relationships that are dead and i even know people who have kids and the children are involved and it's more of like a well, I have kids and 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 I and I want to say this. I don't have kids, so I don't want anyone to be offended who does have kids and you know, when I say this, but this is definitely for people who have kids and I guess I want to speak on like the behalf of women because I just know that women we fight with our emotions. We're very emotional beings, but if you have kids, stop trying to use your kids as leverage to hold on to something that's toxic and dead because it's an excuse and it's unhealthy and when if you're really thinking about your kids if you know that the relationship is completely gone and just done for and like that ship has sailed stop trying to go to that ship and stop trying to use your kids as leverage and say oh I want my family to work blah 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 like of course this is why I say pray about it give it to God and let it go but you trying to force it and then say oh it's for the kids it's for the kids it's for the kids co-parent 
if it's for the kid's co-parent because no kid should be in the middle of a toxic relationship between the parents just because you're selfishly thinking about it may and I don't mean to sound harsh but you know you may not think of it as selfish because you're thinking no this is for the kids but it's selfish and it becomes selfish because the motives are not for the kids because why would you want your kids in a toxic situation that they cannot or it will not benefit them at all because it's not even benefiting you do if it's for the kids pray about it let it go what's meant to be will always be will always be now I'm not saying don't fight for your family but if you feel like you're that mom who's constantly fighting to keep your family together and you're the father of your children is not doing the same thing on the other end and you're killing yourself trying to keep the relationship together or the family together and you're uh, the father of your uh, kids he (laughs) could care less and he's not and he's doing him and all aspects of his life come on now it's become an excuse now it has selfish motives now you're trying to hold on to a chapter of life that obviously is not a part of your current story in the present let it go pray about it let it go but don't use your children as leverage I don't know who needed to hear that that was on my heart let it go let's stop trying to give energy to dead romantic relationships the second one is the past First of all, the past is in the past for a reason. If you are still reminiscing on good times in the past, but you can clearly see your present day does not reflect anything of the past, but you are still living in the past, why? You should be asking yourself why, and you should be trying to live for today because tomorrow is never promised the next second is never promised and what I mean by that is I used to be a person who and I'm still working on this I have a really hard time uh, letting go just letting go in general like I really do like it's really hard for me to let go and especially if people that I care about right but I got to a point where I just looked around and sometimes some of us are living in the past so heavily that we don't even take the like one second to just look around and see that dang currently what was back then is not a not right now because some of us are so blinded by the past that we don't even see what's going on today and we're not even trying to look for the future and that's toxic that is a toxic that literally is an example of toxic behavior How are you living in the past, but you're physically not living, you're physically not in the past, but you're mentally in the past. If you're always looking behind you, you can never see what's ahead of you. And that's why some of us have a really hard time in life, you know, in the present, because there's so much happening in the present that we're not even paying attention to. So if you're not paying attention to it, that means you're not aware of it. And if you're not aware of it, you can't prepare for it. You can't avoid it. You can't survive it. Your life is literally beating you up because you're living in the past. But why are we trying to give energy to the past? You can't rewrite the past, you guys. You cannot redo the past. 
And I'll be honest, I used to be a person who wanted to redo the past because I had a really hard time with letting go. But honestly, when I like look back on it and I see where I am right now, every single thing, every single person, every single situation, anything that had to do with me in my life has literally brought me to where I am right now. And where I am right now, I enjoy and I'm blessed and I'm happy. I wouldn't change the past because then I literally wouldn't be where I am and who I am right now today speaking to you. Stop trying to fight for the past because it will not change anything. It's already a told story. It's already written. It's toxic behavior. You're trying to revive the past. It's dead. It's gone and it's over with and you really have to continue to just push and move forward. Let go of the past. Today is going to be a lot of let go, a lot of let God, a lot of let things flow. Have you ever stressed about situations you have absolutely no control over like none and then like you get anxiety or like you feel like you just can't breathe you're always having like this very sick internal pain in like your stomach you're just always afraid and you know like those are not healthy signs it's literally your body has gone into like this mode that you've set it up in I used to have anxiety really bad and I couldn't sleep I remember back in 2016 and probably almost all of 2017 I could not sleep well no all of 2016 and like six for six months of 2017 I couldn't sleep I couldn't really like my there was never a point where my brain was just kind of like off it was just always thinking I was like constantly just kind of battling like these little not little they were huge mental these these mental demons I'll just be honest with you I was just constantly always battling these voices in my head I had really bad anxiety like literally like and I don't even like to talk about anxiety and make it like um a thing that's it's like oh I had anxiety and you do too and yes it's just a new norm because I feel like everybody talks about anxiety like it's normal and it's not normal it's normal as in more than one person has anxiety obviously it's common but it should not be made normal because anxiety is detrimental it's crippling it could be deadly it's a distraction it's literally a distraction of the enemy the spirit of anxiety is literally to mess with your soul and kind of like disturb it anxiety is not like it's I I hate that it's like a new like trend or like wave I just hate it so I'm not talking about my anxiety to like be like yeah team anxiety it's normal because it's not but this is my testimony I had it bad and I hated it because my soul like I said was literally disturbed for almost a year and a half and I couldn't sleep one thing that I always did was eat it didn't disturb my appetite but I couldn't really just go through a day without my brain being on even if I was you know awake my brain was always on and like thinking and it was just like I said crippling um finally once I realized like oh shoot I have anxiety I don't know I guess as like an African-American woman black people don't really like to um put names or put put a name to what they're feeling internally so like as black people we're just like oh we feel this way (laughs) okay 
Um, but again, I, when I realized I had anxiety, I was like, oh dang, I have, it's, this is kind of bad. Like, um, I remember I would lay, my heart would beat really fast and I'd have to literally sit up because I couldn't breathe. That's how bad it got because I was unaware because I was living in the past because I was holding on to toxic situations and what you feed your soul is what your soul becomes. And I was so far gone that the only like awakening that I finally had is when it started taking a toll literally on my body. I lost like 30 pounds. You know, I I, I just, I, I was not physically, mentally, emotionally in a place of good health at all. And when I realized, okay, this is anxiety, I hated it. And I, the answer for me was to like, the answer for me today is to pray, but also the answer at that time and still today is, okay, what's going on in the present? What do I need to change? Who do I not need to be around? What situations do I need to cut off? What ties or connections do I have that are toxic, that are affecting my soul? that are affecting my spirit, that are disturbing me and corrupting me and, and, and a distraction and they're not helping me at all. That's what I had to do for myself. And I got to a point where I was tired of being tired and I was tired of myself. Like you didn't even have to be tired of me. I was tired of me. I was so mentally drained. I'm like, okay, what is it? For me, it was a lot of things, but the, there were three major things. One, is I was still holding on and harboring pain from the past and I was harboring with that pain it was hate and it was bitterness and it was resentment and it was like I wanted to literally not literally kill people but like literally I had so much I had no love inside of my heart I wanted revenge and you know excuse me I um I really, I really was just an angry, bitter, dark person. And that like was when I was like, no, enough is enough. Like I have to let this go because I can't rewrite the past. What happened, happened. It is what it is. I got to let it go. Um, I need to work on forgiving because it's not for the other person. It's for me and my peace. And then I realized, okay, I also really when I say I need to let go like I really need to disconnect like I need to disconnect from my past because yeah our past is a part of us but it does not define us it's not like who we are you get what I'm saying I'm like I'm not that Leah but the reason that I was looking like I was at Aaliyah is because I was connected to and not trying to let go of that dark past that I had gone through so it was literally like I need to let go because that is not me that's just a part of my story but that is not me I started letting go I started living in the moment I started living in the present I mean at this point I was living in Orlando Florida it was so beautiful there I wasn't even literally I was not where I lived in the past right and so I started looking around my surroundings I started meeting new people I started jumping into new situations you know because when you let go of your past you can actually look around and be like oh I'm blessed oh I have people around that love me oh I have something to live for oh I have purpose oh there's better things in life than what just happened back then you get what I'm saying and I could literally start feeling weights being pulled off of my soul literally like I'm not just saying this to sound corny you guys literally 
I started feeling like weights being lifted, weights being lifted. Because for the longest time, for almost two and a half years, I felt like there was a weight on my chest. When I started letting go, I was like, you know what? I don't have control over everything. Like, I can't control this. Life started be getting, uh, becoming better. It started, things started getting easier. And of course, I was still, I think for me, the toughest battle was the mental battle because I literally was was battling uh, mental demons. So for me, that was like the toughest situation to go through, but I'll get to how I overcame that mental part of things. But as for emotionally and physically, it was more so just disconnecting and honestly looking around my circle, cutting ties here, cutting ties there. And then in the future, um, so like today I'm really like in tune with my spirituality and God is literally at the center of everything that I do. And I want, I acknowledge God a lot. And I, I, I acknowledge that I did not get myself out of those dark times, that it was literally the Lord himself that pulled me out of those situations. You see, we have to be careful with taking pride and taking all of the glory of oh I once was going through a dark time and I by myself got myself out of that situation because that's not true and I used to think oh I was just strong enough and I got myself out of that situation but that wasn't the case it was literally God was on my side and he had mercy on my soul and he pulled me out of that situation and gave me you know life again and spoke to me and I like God doesn't literally speak to me I know if I dug deeper into my spirituality I could get to a point where I could hear him literally speak but God definitely started speaking to me through people and through situations and I would have like internal um how how can I say this because I don't want you guys to think I'm just telling a story I'm really serious when I say this like God would literally internally start to speak to me And it was like, yeah, okay, I should listen because when you're hard-headed and you don't, like I said, you keep trying to walk through doors that God has closed for a reason. Because what most people don't realize is God knows our future. God, God has the ability to go to the future, see what it's like. And that's why he comes back to our present and shuts certain doors. So it's like, I didn't understand why it was God was telling me no in certain situations. But today I'll look back and be like, oh like thank you Jesus because if it was up to me you know (laughs) I'd be dead you know like seriously if I wasn't literally dead I literally would be like emotionally physically a dark dead soul seriously I'd be alive but dead so I'd just be a walking corpse zombified if God didn't come through literally he showed up and he showed out for me and so you know to God be the glory all my glory will always go to God because I know I didn't get myself out of these situations because like I said if it was up to me I would have stayed on the same hamster wheel detrimental sad toxic cycle I would be still holding on to these very dark toxic relationships and friendships and stuff like that but you know God came through he exposed certain people he exposed certain situations he spoke to me he saved me he put life into you know my lungs again he got me out of certain situations so to God be the glory. We have to be careful of taking on his glory because if it was up to us, we would be in bad situations. Come on now. I know I'm speaking to somebody. I know that you guys have been in situations that you so badly wanted to fight for, but no matter how hard you tried, it wasn't working. That's because God didn't want it to work because sometimes he has to break your heart to save your soul. So 
to God be the glory. Get out of the past. Let go of the past. You don't live there. Let it go. I know it's easier said than done, but I promise it will benefit you mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, in all aspects of you. If you let it go, you let go, you let God, you move forward. Pray as you're going, pray, because it's not easy. It was not easy for me, obviously, to overcome these things. But that's why I'm saying for the mental demons that I was battling, I started praying because there's certain battles. Not everything is like physical. Not everything is here where you can see it. A lot of things that we are battling today as people are spiritual. And so I realized that stepping into my spirituality was that I am was losing a lot of battles in the past because I was trying to fight spiritual battles in the physical realm when you can't do that. Um, and so a lot of prayer, the power of prayer is like the biggest, how could I say this? The power of prayer is the biggest weapon. Because when you have God on your side, who can be against you? No one no one can be against you, you know? And even if there's certain battles you may lose, God has already won the war for you. Like, I promise the power of prayer will literally, like, that sets you free. Have you ever prayed for something and then you've seen it come to pass and you now have the things that you used to pray for? It's because God, he's listening. He's always listening. Even when you don't think God's listening, He's listening. And I honestly, I get used to get frustrated when I would pray and like God wasn't saying anything. You know, that could be numerous things, but sometimes it's because God is working around you. And, and, and so sometimes when you don't hear anything back, whether that be literally, whether you don't, you know, I don't know how God speaks to you guys, but even if it's through situations, people, whatever the case may be. And you feel like you're not connecting with God. Sometimes just keep in mind that when he's silent, it's just for you to just lay low, to stay focused, stay in that prayer space. And just when he says move is when you move, but don't move without God telling you to move. Because sometimes he don't want you to move. Sometimes he's out here working miracles around us and, and that we know nothing about, you know, so be completely aware of that. Because there were some doors that God had to shut because God was able to go into uh, certain rooms that you weren't a part of. And he could hear certain things people were saying about you. And he could see certain events taking place where people were plotting on you to, to take you down, to take your family down, to take your businesses down, to literally ruin you. God heard it. And so that's why certain doors get shut. So don't question God's nose because even there's, there's even grace when God says no, there's even grace in that. There's beauty in God saying, no, that's not for you. No, I'm shutting this door because God gets to hear and see things that we don't hear. And yes, sometimes he's protecting us from those we love the most. So just keep that in mind. Get out of the past. Um, another thing, stop trying to revive friendships that are dead. Again, like I just said, there's certain things that God hears and sees that you have not like you have no idea about and he's going to shut that door and it may not make sense in the moment but I promise you it will benefit you in, in a long run um for me I had friendships like in the past where they did certain things to me and I just couldn't believe it I'm like who in the right mind like why I, I literally couldn't believe it and I'm actually going to be doing a um 
podcast on my Christian podcast. So you guys should definitely tune in. It is really going to be worth your time listening to. And I'm not just saying that because it's my podcast, but um, it's about how God uses your enemies for elevation excuse me, uses your enemies for elevation. And I'm going to go into that deeper, but a little synopsis of what I mean by that is sometimes God will put your fate in your enemy's hands to push you in the direction he needs you to go. And I know that that doesn't really make sense now, but sometimes your enemies will push you into your purpose. That's why you got to be thankful for your enemies just as you are thankful for your friends because your enemies do play a very huge part uh, or role in your life whether you think so or not so for me I um my enemies don't realize it but shout out to them they definitely push me into my purpose they definitely thank god you know that the trash took itself out but also thank god that god exposed my enemies and it helped elevate me become, you know, I wouldn't have this podcast today without my enemies. I wouldn't be in Florida today if it wasn't for my enemies, you know, stuff like that. You just never know. And so stop trying to breathe life into those toxic dead friendships because again, what's meant to be will always be. And what's not, I'm sorry. It's not no matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you pray, no matter how hard you try to fight for it. Once it's dead, it's dead. And you're not God, so you can't revive it, you know. Unless God wants it to be, it won't be. Unless God wants it to be, it won't be. So, let's let go of those friendships that we're trying to fight for. Especially the ones that are, like, not beneficial. The ones, like, where they're not even, they don't even want to see you win. The ones where they just do nothing for you in your life. It's kind of like you guys just smoke weed all day. And I'm not judging this, but there's no real like there's no real what's the word I'm looking for there's no real like benefits from it so what how are you guys benefiting one another like what's happening what are we doing here are we pushing each other towards success or are we just sitting around smoking and drinking all day um are we trying to figure out ways to get wealthy or are we you get what I'm saying certain people are literally meant to just have fun with that doesn't mean that they are your friends I had to I had to figure that out for myself there's certain people you can link up with and associate with when you want to have fun certain people are literally around just for you to have fun that's it but that's there's no more than that that's that's all it is you're around for me to have fun we have fun together but how's that making me money it's not (laughs) so be aware of those fun friendships because we're too grown to be having fun all the time sometimes life is supposed to suck and be boring and da 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 because you're trying to build for something greater and something better so dead those those friendships let them die they're first of all they're dead you just haven't noticed it but if you are listening to this take a look around your circle and you'll be able to spot what friend is which Mm -hmm, is dead and then you'll be like dang this friendship is a corpse And the only reason it even has a little bit of life is because I'm putting life into it. That goes for any situation or any shit, romantic, friendships, partnerships, business, ships, all of that. A lot of ships are only alive because you're putting your own precious breath into it, but it's dead. Before it even started, it was dead. Like I just said earlier, be aware of that. And lastly, let go 
and stop trying to revive people or not people things and situations that do not support or benefit you there is no point in you even trying to put energy into anything as such it makes no sense and then people wonder why this brings me back to what um someone just said to me the other day you're trying to pour over your cup into another cup and your cup isn't even full why and then you get mad here's what we do so we know that we don't even have a lot to give but we're still giving and i'm not saying be selfish and never give what i'm saying is if you know you have nothing to give to begin with right why are you pouring into something a situation a person a relationship whatever the situation may be so much knowing you already don't have anything to give remember i just told you guys my relationship was dead before it even started my past relationship was dead before it even started because neither one of us could give we had nothing to give nothing you see when i met my man today he had something to give so he was able to pour it into me now that i am where i am to god be the glory again i can pour into other people because i have i can give you something you get what i'm saying and i'm not just giving this advice i'm trying to live this like i'm literally trying to live this i'm not just speaking to speak this is what i live this is how i live this is like a lifestyle i can't pour into you if i know i literally am not even worthy enough to do so women stop letting men who can't pour into you. you're getting mad because a man has nothing to give but you want him to give his all he don't have nothing to give to you right now and then you get mad and then you try to make you try to prove who you are as a woman a man don't define you relationships don't define you people do not define you money do not define you you know who defines you god who god has called you to be is what defines you you know it defines you when god closes the door and says no when god opens the door and says yes when god says go do it when god says don't go do it that's what defines you that's who defines you is the lord jesus christ himself stop letting things that don't that aren't even worthy of you or your time god be sitting in heaven shaking his head like this don't even what he or she is over here trying to pour into a situation that can't even make her a dollar that is over here sucking the life out of her sucking her dry you pouring into situations that are sucking you dry you holding on to things that are literally killing you and crippling you and then you want to be mad at somebody well here's what i have to say let go and let god my name's Aaliyah j and until next time everybody please subscribe and tune in for the next episode and be looking forward to the christian podcast that will be released on sunday and that's elevations and enemies until next time guys thank you bye